Welcome to this week's episode of The Weekly. My name is Trevor. I'm one of the pastors at the Church of Greer Station and your host. The Weekly is a 20-minute podcast devoted to books, current events, and issues relevant to the life of our church. A couple of weeks ago, we started a new type of episode we entitled Etc., where we just talk about some of the calendar events that we've got going on and then provide a little bit of reasoning for why we're doing those things. Uh, we're going to do another one of those episodes today, so it is going to be a little bit more in-house related, more specifically to the church at Greer Station. So if you are a TCGS member, I hope you are encouraged, and I hope you enjoy listening to the reasoning behind uh, the shape of our September. If you are not a member, I hope it's encouraging nonetheless, and we'd ask that you would pray for us. And hey, you are totally invited to come join us at our September 8th five-year anniversary service, where we're going to celebrate all that God has done for us. Give this episode a listen. I talk with Hannah and Bryce, and we take a look at what's next. Enjoy. Bryce, Hannah. Bryce, Hannah. Hey. How are you? <laughs> Good. Good. Welcome to this episode, this week's episode. Um, here's here's a surprise question I did not warn you for. Um, what kind of junk food, just a horrible, horrible thing, do you really love to eat? I'm talking like thousands of calories that is that you just you feel so gross when you eat it, but you just love it so much. Probably a triple double crunch wrap with a cheesy gordita crunch on the side and a Baja Blast Mountain Dew. Pretty much anything from Taco Bell is going to fit that category. Mm. But especially the triple double crunch wrap with a cheesy gordita crunch on the side and a large Baja Blast Mountain Dew. Mm. That's got to be like 4,000 calories. It's 4,000 calories of wonderfulness. Fair enough. Hmm. I think for me, I have like two like go-to junk snacks. They're very different. One is Oreos and peanut butter. I could put that back. Mm. And then the other is kind of weird. Reagan thinks I'm crazy, but Fritos dipped in cream cheese. You just like scoop it out and. You know, on the cuff, that that is really weird, but. I think I could get Don't that. I think I could it. understand it's it. Really yeah. good. I think I could get behind that. I think my answer is um, the ultimate cheeseburger from Jack in the Box. I mean, that mm. thing is filthy, but good night. That is that is a delicious fast food cheeseburger. Jack in the Box is very underrated. It is underrated. You know, Arby's is also underrated. Mm-hmm. But that's another podcast. We'll talk about yeah. underrated <laughs> fast food restaurants. Uh, so this week's episode, we wanted to spend some time talking about what the month of September is going to look like, um, and we wanted to begin. Um, just recognizing uh, that this is a time of year where we have all sorts of new faces hanging around our church. Um, the last few Sundays, we have very much seen that to be the case. It's it's always exciting to have new faces around. Um, and I want to ask you guys just to speak into like what what would you say is the responsibility of the body to respond to those new faces, both on Sunday morning and in community groups. Um, I think one responsibility. So obviously, like an abundance of new faces. Um, just requires a little bit of extra intentionality in the realm of hospitality. Um, I think one of the reasons for that is because we frequently talk about the the gathering of the church. So the so the church the local church is a foretaste of what heaven looks like, right? Um, so we've used the analogy of um, when 
when you kind of walk through the door at Thanksgiving dinner and you smell you smell the aroma of what's cooking. Similarly, like the church is supposed to be kind of the aroma of heaven of what's that, cooking that's to come. Um, and so similarly, like kind of using that same analogy, like the the gathering of the church should just like that being kind of walking into the family reunion at Thanksgiving or walking in on on Christmas the same type of like welcoming uh grandma's bear hug and um you know come in and and so happy to see you and um just rejoicing rejoicing faces and welcoming newcomers in with just as much gusto as you know uncle earl that you haven't seen in eight years um similarly like that's what the gathering of the church looks like because it's it's a preview of what the the gathering of of the church uh, mm. in eternity looks like mm, that's good mm-hmm. and not doing it out of and i'm thankful to say that this isn't the heart of our people what i see week to week but knowing that we're not compelled to do that because we have some type of attendance quota that we want to try to meet for the month, but that we do it because that's who Christ is to us. Mm. And um, that joy, joyful welcoming, no matter where you come from, what you look like, there's always a seat at the table for you. Um, I was actually encouraged. I got to call one of our visitors the other day and welcome them and was telling them about community groups. And she kind of laughed and she said, yeah, we were already invited to three of those. So I was like, well, that's a great sign. That's, that's exactly awesome. what our church is supposed to be doing. So that was encouraging to hear. Yeah, also, if I can give a specific shout out, I mentioned that uh, mentioned this this morning when we were talking about it. But on Sunday morning during our um, passing the peace time, I saw Clara Ann McLeod walk up to like a whole row of freshman college students just to welcome them and introduce herself. And they were all just like, oh, the, you know, older student is coming up to greet me, (laughs) not knowing she's only a high school senior, but just the willingness to go out of her way and and do something like that and and walk up to them and say, hey, so glad you're here. We're really excited to see you kind of uh, warmed my heart with pride. Yeah, that's excellent. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, um, we want to welcome others because Christ has welcomed us. That's good. Um, now, getting into the specifics of uh, the calendar events that we've got coming up on September 8th, um, we've got a big event. Hannah, tell us a little bit about that. It's going to be huge. So, we have. Huge. Huge. <laughs> we have our five year celebration service happening on September 8th at Greer City Park, and it'll be at our regular worship time at 10 o'clock. And I'm really looking forward to it because it's going to be a time for us to celebrate God's faithfulness to our church the past five years and look forward to what He's going to continue to do, Lord willing, for the next five years. Um, And we're going to celebrate with a cookout after service. Um, Everybody's going to bring some food and we're going to hang out and eat together. Um, The worship service is going to look pretty much like a normal worship service that we have. We're going to have the opportunity to do baptisms that Sunday. We'll be starting our new teaching series in Revelation that Sunday. And, um, of course, we'll be spending some time singing together, and there'll be some classic, beloved TC Grace Station songs. So it'll be a lot of fun. Excellent, excellent. Give us some information about the where, Bryce. So, like Hannah mentioned, that's going to be at Greer City Park at the Amphitheater. 
And just to let you in on a little peek behind the curtain, there has been much uh, discrepancy among our staff over how the word amphitheater is pronounced. Um, I'm sorry, guys. I say it wrong. I'm sorry. (laughs) I I was not going to throw you under the bus, Hannah, but for all listening, it is pronounced amphitheater. Amphitheater. But anyway, we are going to meet at uh, at Greer City Park. Um, Kids will be uh, at City Hall um, right there next to the park. Um, So you can drop your kids off there and then make your way over to to the amphitheater after you drop them off. Um, Afterwards, we're going to be doing a cookout down by the picnic shelter, down by the playground. Um, And if you bring a dish for um, for our cookout, then you can also drop that off at City Hall right next to where we have kids drop off as well. And sign-ups for those meals are on the event page of our website for those Mm -hmm. listening. Yeah, that's great. Um, And and the reason that we're doing this event um, is twofold. One, we want to express gratitude to the Lord for the five years that he's given us. Um, You know, statistically speaking, most church plans don't make it past the three to five year window. Hmm. Um, And so it it is really a milestone that we celebrate five years, that God has given us five years as a church. Um, And so we're we're thrilled for that. We want to express gratitude and we want to remember. But just as much as we want to remember, we also want to look forward and recognize that... um, we haven't crossed any kind of finish line. You know, mm. There's still a lot of work to do, still a lot of ministry to be done. And we're going to spend some time that morning kind of setting pace for where we're headed, what kind of revisiting why TCGS exists and talking about where we feel like the Lord is leading us. So really excited about that event, really looking forward to it. And uh, that's coming up on September 8th. Uh, September 15th, uh, we're going to be beginning, We Hannah mentioned, we're going to be beginning a teaching series in the seven letters to the seven churches in Revelation. We're going to start that by teaching Revelation 1 at our five-year service, and on September 15th, we're going to begin with Jesus's word to the church at Ephesus. We're going to continue that through uh, the rest of September into October, for those of you that have been wondering. Uh, and then on September 20, uh, 22nd, we, we have our next members meeting. Now, what would you say to those listening about our... Uh, oh, I totally forgot the student Bible study. That's on September 8th as well. Um, mm-hmm. Tell us about the student Bible study. What's, the, what's been going on with that? So the student Bible study is led by the one and only Jacob Whitcatbar. Um, Jacob Whit. Yes. Um, and what students are we talking about? Uh, so middle school and high school students. Um, and Jacob's been doing a great job um, serving us in that area and is really intentional and cares a lot about reaching out to our students, wants to see some real traction gained there, um, and just providing an, an opportunity for our middle school and high school students to engage at a, at a greater level than they've been able to before. Um, one of the things that we're that we want to commit ourselves to is just the fact that that period, and we say this with our college ministry as well, but just that period of, of middle school and high school is not a season of life to just kind of push kids through and, and um, kind of bare knuckle it until we get to the other end and they survive adolescence and then they can start uh, owning their discipleship and, and learning mm-hmm. some serious things. Um, we think that that's a a prime stage of life for beginning to to start owning your faith and learning some of the basics of discipleship, building some uh, foundations for spiritual disciplines, and that it's a season of life that can be uh, leveraged strategically, and and we can see a lot of fruit produced, and even a lot of evangelism and discipleship happen um, just with the the youth and zeal of of our students that are that age. Yeah, it's great. I, I remember. Um... 
when I was a when when I was a youth, middle school and high school. One of the real benefits of that for me was the way that it gave me the opportunity to build relationships with adults in the church. Hmm. And that was kind of the win. Even you know, it was nice like having these friends and some of some of whom are like my very best friends, still very close with it to this day. But having um, adult connections inside the church in addition to my parents was just incredibly influential really 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 helpful for me and i think that's one of the wins in a student ministry um, and, and kind of doing what we're doing is we're, we're giving our students a place to connect with their peers but we're also giving them meaningful interaction with adults college students um, who can you know supplement the discipleship that's already taking place for these students um, so yeah, I've been really excited about that. And the, the Bible study meets every other week. Uh, the next meeting's the September eighth, um, and an every other week rhythm. In addition to the uh, student Bible studies every other Sunday night, uh, where they're studying the Apostles' Creed, the basics through the basics of the faith. We also have once a month student fun nights where the students get together and well have fun. Our student night out is what we're calling that. Snow student night out. And then the next one is September 27th. You're actually going to go bowling. So if you are, if you're listening to this and you have a student, you are a student or you want to work with students, Jacob Witt would be your guy. Reach out to Jacob Witt. Or you're just an avid bowler and want to wipe the floor with some students. That's, that's awesome. <laughs> Applicable. Yeah. That's great. Um, so yeah. So September 22nd is our next members meeting. Now, why would you guys, what would you guys say is the value of members meetings like why we do this at an every other month clip and we make a big deal about the privilege and responsibility of membership like what happens in members meetings that is that is good so i think there um so obviously like our sunday morning gathering is a time for all of us to gather together to worship to fellowship together um and our sunday morning gathering is is part of where we live out um, the exhortation to not neglect to, to meet together, as is the habit of some, but, but to do so all the more as we see the day of the Lord drawing near. Um, but some of that almost happens to a greater degree at members' meetings. Um, there's something about um, gathering together with our covenant members of Greer Station, gathering together with those select few who have... Um, put their pen to paper and kind of signed their name to, to covenant together with one another um, for to spur one another on to, to love and faith and good works. Um, and there's just a there's a greater degree of stuff that we can that we can talk about, that we can approach because we're doing so in a room full of people who who we know have committed. Um, mm. Not just not just so there's immense value in gathering together and kind of displaying before um, any visitors who might be present um, who walk through our door being like we already talked about welcoming and hospitable and open and um, kind of displaying the love of Jesus before before any and all um, and then there's also something really special about coming together and being able to drill down even a little bit deeper because we know that everybody in the room is not only a, a faithful or follower of Jesus but also is like bought in and committed to to mm -hmm. our local church and making Jesus known here in Greer in the specific ways that we have decided to do so as a body a faithful yeah a faithful follower of Jesus in the context of this particular mm -hmm. church Mm -hmm. Anything you'd add to that? I mean, and we also eat, which is also <laughs> <laughs> a lot of fun. It really is like that picture that Bryce was talking about of like the family reunion. Like that's really where you kind of see that come to life. Um, because these are people that 
we are all doing life with. You know, we're in community groups together. We know each other's burdens. You know, we're encouraging one another. Um, and so it is a sweet time of fellowship, but it's also a time for us as pe- people who have taken responsibility of this church to talk about church matters and how we can better care for our church. Um, you know, just different things that we need to be aware of, like budget stuff and this the practical stuff that also comes with um belonging to a church and running a church um but we all get to be a part of that we all get to sit around that table because we all have a vested interest in what's going on yeah yeah we the the way that our church polity works is that we're, we're a congregational church so that means that our congregation like we make a lot of the kind of course uh, charting decisions like our annual budget, like leadership, mm-hmm. um, uh, elders, deacons, that kind of thing. Uh, members meetings is where we make those decisions together frequently. Mm-hmm. Uh, frequently, we, we always eat together. Sometimes we sing together. Sometimes we play games together. Sometimes we <laughs> spend the majority of the time praying together. Uh, but it's, it is it is kind of a nice bookend on a Sunday. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, the Sunday is the Lord's Day, the day that we set aside to um, celebrate Christ. And it kind of provides a... Um, yeah, like a nice bookend to kind of complete that day, those Sundays where we have members meetings. Uh, so that's at 5 p.m. at Greer First Baptist in the gym on September 22nd. Also, shout out to Greer First for being super hospitable to us, mm-hmm. uh, being really, really op- like welcome and opening to us using their faci- facilities. Uh, and then the last thing to mention in the month of September is on the 29th, we're going to be having our starting point, which is our, it's a lunch that we do immediately after worship for people who are just getting started, just kind of want to pick their head in the door and get to know, or just hear a little bit more about who we are, what we're doing as a church. Um, so that's on September 29th. It'll be immediately after worship. Um, if you if you know of any folks that have been hanging around who you want to refer to starting point, you know, please do that. Direct them to sign up online. Uh, and also, if you um, if you kind of have an interest in uh, preparing meals and being hospitable and meeting new people, um, you're very much welcome to be a part of that. If you want to make Starting Point something that you regularly participate in to kind of help us show hosp- hospitality to people, uh, we would invite you to, to help us with that. Just let me know. Send Trevor, Hannah, or Bryce an email, and uh, we'd love to, to connect you. Um, anything else, guys? Anything else? To, any concluding remarks? I would just say if you are new to TCGS and coming to a members meeting for the first time, pro tip, always have a pair of gym clothes in your trunk because the chances of a spontaneous spike ball tournament breaking out are probably greater than 50%. Yeah, that's true. I guess we retired playing basketball after Zach. Rest in peace, Zach's Mm -hmm. pinky. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Zach's pinky was going an entirely different direction than it was at the start of the game yeah it's mm. now like made of metal it's been reconstructed so there, there's a lovely picture for you we'll just cycle through all the games until everybody's until everyone's hurt. injured yeah. and josh is hurt in each <laughs> different josh game. yeah he stays hurt we were actually really just tired of getting our butts kicked by drew Plumley and reagan koshal in, in basketball, basketball. Mm. Yeah. yeah so yeah now we just get to get our butts kicked in spike ball by you and dylan yeah but that's a lot easier to stomach right no, I don't know about that. Ugh. <laughs> hey, oh, someone's calling us. Um, if that's you and you're calling us, um, shout out to you. You made it on our podcast. Um, yeah, so thanks for listening. Um, 
I never know how to end these things. Grace when, and peace. When, Grace the, and peace. when the phone rang, I immediately thought of the ending of the Magic School Bus, where they're like talking about stuff, and the phone rings, and the producer answers it, and he's like, hey, you're talking to the Magic School Bus, and answers all those questions, so I'm a little disappointed we didn't have a caller on the other end. Live listener, caller. Yeah. Telling yeah. us all the things we missed during this Long episode. Long-time listener, first-time caller? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what are your predictions for the games this weekend? Um, just kidding. We won't go there. All right. Grace and peace to you. Thanks for enduring that. 